Good morning. Welcome to all those that are joining us for Likutei Halachas. Yoridea Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Shiluach Hakan, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Chof Beis. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Malka Chaya Bas Rabbi Yaakov, whose yard site is today. And Lichvoid Nishmas, Rochel Imenu, whose yard site is today. She should be a Melitz Toy for all of us, all of Klal Yisrael. And Lilui Nishmas, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Nosni Yaakov, Yentafradl, Bas Rabbi Shuaryeh, Harini Kaporas Mishkovam. We also dedicate the learning for a complete Rafua Shalema for all those that need it, including Noya Nechoma Bas Galia, Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Rochel Bas Galia, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha Bas Peril, Elio Yeshua Ben Rochel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Daniel Boruch ben Sora, Aviva Chaya bas Estamindel, Fruma bas Ganesa, bas Yekela bas Amalia Malka, Yisrael Meir ben Carmela, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Avigail Brocha bas Shirad Voira, David Leib ben Shena, Shlomo Nisim ben Maslav, Ram David ben Chana, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora bas Adasa, Gitaganendel Basipoira, Lebalea Basipoira, Tuvietzvi ben Chayaliza, Sora Rochel Bas Yuspendel, Avivelon Bas Yuspendel, Yehudes Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Betzalo Yechiel Michel ben Triachava, Yechiel Michel ben Chanarus, Yente Sora Bas Chanarus, Dove ben Behia Shendel Bas Lea, Yaakov Yeshua ben Feindel Rechel, Eliana Golda bas Chanafega, Ayala Chishana bas Chanaleya, Yisrael ben Chanaleya, Shloimo ben Rivka Sprinza, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. At this point, Rav Nosanzal introduces a, a, a new Pasuk, which he's going to connect to everything we've been learning so far. Paragraph Chavbeis, this is the wording of the Medrash Rabbah expounding on a Pasuk in Parshas Vayigash, where the Pasuk says, <coughs> I believe it's Vayigash, Vayar Yaakov kiyesh shever b'mitzrayim, Yaakov Avinu saw that there was a famine in the land of Eretz Yisrael, and there was food in Mitzrayim. Now the word shever can be spelled as a shin or a sin, which can easily be replaced with a samach. So the Medrash says, shever zehorov, kiesh sever zehasoiva. Shever implies famine. Sever implies plentifulness. Kiesh shever veyosev hurad mitzrayma, the Medrash says. And Yosef HaTzadik was sent down to Mitzrayim. And that's why Mitzrayim had the blessing. Kiyesh Sever, because the Yosef Hu Hashalit. Yosef was the ruler, and he was able to save the land of Mitzrayim and save the world at the time from the famine. Kiyesh Sever, Va'avodum Ve'inu Yosem. Here the Medrash says again, Kiesh Sever, there is, there, is, there is hope, there's plentifulness. That's the Ve'yosef Hu Ashalit. 
kiesh shever, shever could also imply broken, brokenness. That's the viavodum veginu yoisam. That's the slavery and the pain and suffering that the Egyptians imposed on the Jews. Kiesh sever, vachrechen yetzuber chushkodol. Again, sever meaning hope and, and positiveness. That's the blessing that Hashem said, the promise Hashem made, that after all the suffering, the Jews will leave Egypt with great wealth. The Midrash continues there, quoting a Pesach from Eoiv, Elu Aseres Hashvotim, and the Midrash expounds and says, this Pesach refers to the ten tribes, Shehoyu Nechnosin Veyoitzim Lemitzrayim, who were coming and going from Egypt, they made several trips to Egypt, and yet they didn't know that Yosef HaTzadik was still alive, and he was there in Egypt, and he was the ruler of Egypt, the economic ruler of Egypt. Nimza, Shedorash Shever, Loshin Sever Vetikva. We see from this Medrash, that the Medrash expounds on the word shever, which could mean broken, as sever, which means hope. Hainu inyin hanal. This ties in beautifully with what we were learning before. Shahahisrachkus hihiskarvus. That sometimes when a person feel, is feeling rejection and dejection and distance from Hashem, that really is a bringing close to Hashem. That's really what will bring the person close to Hashem. And each and every single Jew who's represented by Yaakov Avinu in that Medrash, each and every one of us, when we see Shever, we have to hope and believe that there's going to be Sever, that there's hope for Yeshua. And in the suffering, in the pressure, especially the, the spiritual suffering that a person is going through, as each and every one of us feels this in our own soul, we have to be able to see and believe that, that from this place that we're at, feeling broken and everything, that there's hope for the redemption of our soul, to really return to Hashem, to do a complete shuva. Bibchinas, as it says there, Vayar Yaakov, Shehu Isha Yisraeli, Kiesh Shever B'Mitzrayim. Yaakov Avinu saw that there is Shever in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is a Yerida. Mitzrayim means going down, down, down to the lowest place of Tumor. And the Medrash says, Kiesh Sever, Vitikva B'Mitzrayim. Yaakov Avinu saw, he was able to look ahead and see that even though there would be suffering and struggle and difficulty in Mitzrayim, there's Sever, there's hope. That specifically in Egypt, which represents the full severity of exile, both the, for the entire Jewish people and the individual exile that each and every one of us goes through, because the Medrash tells us 
that all the different exiles that the Jewish people experienced are referred to as Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim means Metzar, constriction, imprisonment. Shom daika besoich hashever vahatsara yesh sever v'tikva gedoyla. There specifically, in the brokenness, in the suffering, there is major, major hope. Kanizkar le'el b'medrash, as we quoted earlier in the medrash, v'achrechein yeitzu berchush gadoyl, that Hashem had promised them clearly that after this period of suffering, we would leave Egypt with glory, with tremendous wealth. V'cheinhu bagolus shalachshov. And Rav Zal says the same thing is true regarding the exile, the longer exile that we're going through today. And the same thing applies to each and every individual Jew, not just as a nation. All of this is hinted to in that Pasuk, which speaks about the greeting, the welcome of Hashem, to the one who is distant and the one who is close. That when an individual Jew or when the Jewish people are experiencing hisrachkus, it's a yerida, which we know is going to lead to an aliyah. It's a distance, feeling distant from Hashem, that's going to lead to closeness to Hashem. Like pulling back on a slingshot. The further back you pull back on it, the further forward the, the thing is going to spring forward. Now Rav Nosensal goes into a very interesting item. On Hoishana, just a moment, a question. The word Shever is one of those words in Lashon Kodesh that has multiple meanings. The word Shever means breakage, broken. And the word Shever with a sin we say Ashrei Shekel Yaakov Sivroi Al Hashem means hope, hope. In the next few paragraphs, Rav Nosson Sal is going to go into something special, very special, that on Hoshana Rabba night, we know there is a custom to recite the entire Tehillim, the entire Sefer Tehillim because that's the Yushpiza of Dover HaMelech, who is the one who wrote Tehillim. And in most Tehillims, if you look in the back of the Sefer Tehillim, they have these special Yehirot signs that we say after each one of the five books of Tehillim, after reciting each one of the five books. And in that Yehirot sign, there's a paragraph Yehirot sign, and then there's a short piece at the end of it where it makes reference to a special name of Hashem that took the Jews, that was involved in helping the Jews get out of Mitzrayim. Rav Nosson now, now is going to discuss this and add incredible clarity to that. Paragraph Chav Gimel, V'zeh b'chinas ma shehivtiach Hashem isborach le'yakoiv onoichi eireid imcho Mitzrayimo v'onoichi a'alcho gam oloi. Hashem promised Yaakov Avinu, you're going down to Egypt now, I am going down to Egypt with you, and I will come up from Egypt also with you. Umuvan bisforim, and it's brought in the Zohar HaKadosh, Shebozeh HaPosuk Marumos Kol Soid Golus Yisroel. 
that in this Pasuk is hinted to the, the entire secret of the Jewish people going into exile. The Iker who golus hanefesh. And when we, speak about, when we talk about the Jewish people being in exile, the, the main exile is the spiritual exile that a Jewish soul goes through. All of the ups and downs that a Jew experiences. That's really what the term exile and redemption is most importantly about. It's all included in this pasuk. This is the concept that Rabbi Nezal speaks about in chapter 22 in the Kutimran, that when a Jew goes down, or when the Jewish people go down, generally, it's in order to serve as a springboard for a major elevation. And when a person is going through that, the most important thing is encouragement. A person has to really find all kinds of ways to have encouragement, to be encouraged in the bitterness of the, of the arida that the person is going through. Where, where the person sometimes is so far down that it looks to them as if they're finished. Soon they're gonna, it's going to be all over. Chas v'shalom. Shedaiko mishom yerachem olav Hashem isborach v'yoshiyoy v'kar The person has to believe 100% that from that very, very low place Hashem will have pity on them and help them and bring them close to Him, close to Himself. Because as the Pesach says in Tehillim, Hashem will not forsake his nation. And, and as it says in the Shir Shalyom that we say on Wednesdays, If I said to myself that I see that my feet have gone off the right path, Still, your kindness, Hashem, gives me support and helps me find my way back. Uchsiv, there's a pasuk in Eicha, where the pasuk says, "Vo'imar ovad nitzchi v'seichalti me'ashem," that things got so terrible during the time of the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash that the Navi says, "I said to myself, all hope is lost. It's it's finished." And then he continues, "Zois osheva libi." However, this is how I respond to those feelings in my heart. And therefore, I continue to pray. I continue to hope. Based on The kindness of Hashem is infinite, unending. Each and every single morning, Hashem renews His kindness and His love for us. And we find this message in many psukim throughout the Torah. And especially 
throughout the words of our rabbis in the Medrash, in the Gemara, Mevoyer, it's explained, that specifically when the Jewish people find themselves in the epitome of suffering and being pushed down, that's when there is hope, there is major hope for a major, major Yeshua. As the Medrash Rabbah expounds on this, <coughs> on, on the words, the Olam in Oretz, that Hashem will take us out, Min Ha'oretz Daika, from the Oretz, specifically from, from that low. V'chein hu beprotius, bechol Odom u bechol Zman. And this also applies to each and every individual Jew all the time. Because Hashem turns the illness, the sickness, the problem into the cure. As the Gemara says, And all of this is hinted to in this Pasuk that we quoted. This is the introduction. And now Rav Nosenzal goes into it more. Ulevayer Hadovar Yoiser to explain this more clearly. Kiisa, it's brought in Sifrei Kabbalah, Sheyesh Shem, that there is a secret name of Hashem that comes from this Pasuk, Onoichi Eire Dimchom Etzraima, Kemuva Betfilois Shebesefer Sharetzion. We know there's a Sefer Sharei Tzion, which was put together by one of the Mekubalim, that has beautiful tefillahs in it, and it also has different Kabbalistic names of Hashem that are related to those tefillahs. And it's also included in the special Yehirot signs that we recite on the night of Hoshana Rabbah after completing each one of the five books of Tehillim. Shetiknu, our rabbi is instituted, that we should plead with Hashem and pray to Hashem to be saved from all different types of suffering with the power of the holy name of Hashem that comes from this Pasuk, Shehu, and if you look over there, they give you a short version of this name of Hashem, just the beginning of it, Aleph Mem Yud, Nun Tzadik Aleph, etc., etc., Ayin Shom. Take a look in these places, in the Shari Tzion. Take a look in back of your Tehillim, if it has it. The way that this name of Hashem is found in that Posuk is as follows. Ki in that Pasuk, there are 30 letters min onoichi, from the word onoichi, until the end, the, the last words, gam oloi. Umechalkem oisom chalokim shel yud yud oisios. We divide those 30 letters into groups of 10, three groups of 10, and we make a column, a column across, one line of 10, then a second line under it of ten, and a third line under it of ten. Dahainu, 
The first three words have exactly ten letters. The next two words, until that yud of the word is also ten letters. Up, up until the yud, until the yud, not including the yud. Hayud shel v'onoichi v'tevoi shel achrov a'alcho gamoloi heim yud oisios. If you take that end yud, that yud at the end of the word of onoichi, and the next three words afterwards, it's also ten letters. Umechabrim ois echod mikol chelik v'chelik mishloishachalokamal, and we connect the one letter from each one of these three groupings. And that results in this special name of Hashem. Meaning, we take letter 1, letter 11, and letter 22. The first one in each one of the ten groupings. And it produces a three-letter word, Aleph Mem Yud, which is a name of Hashem. Then we go forward, we take letter number two, letter number, tw- letter number 12, or, or 11, just a second, letter number 11, and letter number 22. We take the Nun of Anoichi, the Tzadik of the word Mitzrayma, and the Aleph of the word Alcha, and so on and so forth, and it forms three-letter words, these ten three-letter words, which make up this name of Hashem. Uh, in some of the Likut HaLochas, it, it prints it clearly. So you have Aleph Mem Yud, Nun Tzadik Aleph, Chof Reish Ayin, Yud Yud Lamed, etc., etc. V'hameisim Leiv, and a person who will study this carefully, Yucha Lohoven Mizeh Remosim Nifloem Linyan Anal, will be able to derive incredible hints from this regarding the topic that we've been speaking about. For a person to always encourage themselves and always hope for a major salvation from Hashem regardless of what the person is going through. Because this pasuk has three sections. Shein bechinas hayerida latoycha golus. The pasuk speaks about the Jewish people going down into exile. Vehagolus biatzma, and it also speaks a little bit about the exile itself. Veho aliyah mitoycha golus, and it speaks about our rise in coming out of golus. Shezeh bechinas shloisha halokim. These are the three sections. Hashem says, I will go down with you. That's, refer- that's speaking about going down into exile. And we must realize and believe that even while we're on a downspin, even while we're going down, Hashem says, I'm with you. 
בבחינס אנוכי ביעצמי כביכול אירדים לך. השם says clearly there, I myself am going down with you. ואחר כך, then we move on to the second section of the פסוק, החלק השני הוא מצרימו ואנוכי. We have the two words in Egypt and I. Hashem says, Ad Hayud, up to the Yud. Lerames, Al Hagolus Biatzma. That's alluding to the actual exile while we are in Egypt. Shehi Bechinas Mitzrayma, Shekoil El Golagolius. And we said before the term Mitzrayma is representative of all the different exiles that the Jewish nation would go through and that each and every one of us goes through. Vetekev Kishaboim Besoy Hagolus Shua Yerida. And as soon as we enter into the exile, which is the Arida, already the Aliyah is beginning. And that's why it says immediately, and I will rise up with you. Rav Nosson Zal now clarifies. The first Anoichi in that Pasuk is alluding to us, to Hashem coming down with us into exile. The Anoichi Hasheni Meramez Al Hoaliyah Mitoichagolus. The second, the Anoichi in the Pasuk, that second Anoichi is alluding to coming up, going out of Golus. Ach Bishas Hagolus Vahirida. However, while we are in exile, while we're on down there, when the solution, the salvation is starting to, is to, to begin, which is coming from that second which is referring to getting out of Golis. That second is referring to coming out of exile. That's when the Yitzhahorah fights hardest as is known generally when two people are fighting with each other when one of them sees that the other one is winning then very often the one who seems to be losing will strengthen himself and put all of his effort into turning things around. Come upon him, as we've discussed this many times. And this explains the pain and suffering, the major difficulty and bitterness of the exile that we are going through now. <laughs> because we are now in that time period, that time frame of the footsteps of Moshiach. And Hashem is looking and anxious every single day to speed up our Geula. And that's why the Yitzhahara is fighting so hard against the entire Jewish nation and against each and every individual Jew, as is known. And this is what's hinted to in the name of Hashem that's found in this Pasuk. 
שמרמז על כל הגוליוס וגאולוסון בכלל ובפרט. This pasuk is hinting to all of the different exiles, all of the different downers that the, the Jewish people, and the redemptions of, for the entire Jewish nation and each and every individual Jew. Because part two of that pasuk, there are three parts in that pasuk. Part two, we said, includes the words Mitzrayma, Ve'anoichi, up until that Yud of Anoichi. Ki Ve'anoichi Hasheni, who Bechinas Hatikva Yeshua. Because that second Ve'anoichi is already what's giving us hope for salvation. Bechinas Ve'anoichi Al Chagamoloi. That second Ve'anoichi is referring to getting out of Egypt, coming up. Ach Teket Kishemaschil Besoich Hagolos, Tzmichas Keren Yeshua. However, the moment that that process begins, where we're in Golos and the salvation is starting to happen, which is coming from that second then that's when the forces of evil do everything in their power to hide it from us, to hide the Yeshua, to hide Hashem, to hide the the hope. And they're trying to schlep, to drag that also down into the Golos. As, as the, all the Sfarim speak about the Shekhinah itself being in exile. And that's why those middle letters, the middle letters, the middle category of the three groupings there, has the words Mitzrayma ve'anoich, up until that Yud of Anoichi. Ki golos Mitzrayim, shekoilel kol agolios, roitzel lehizgaber gamal ve'anoichi asheni. Because the Egyptian exile, the negative forces, which represents all the different exiles, are trying to fight against and to overpower the second Vo'anoichi, Lehalim Hatzmichas Keren Yeshua, to hide from us the beginnings, the sproutings of our salvation. Shenim Shach Mishom, which comes from that second Vo'anoichi. Umigoidel Hiskabrusam Ma'oid Ma'oid. And because of the fact that these negative forces are trying so hard, to the point where they hide everything. We don't see any ray of light. They block us from being able to see any beginnings of any Yeshua. It puts us in a situation where it seems almost completely hopeless. Were it not for Hashem helping us, the Yoiser Akdusha, when these negative forces spread themselves as much as they can against the holiness, and they're trying to hide the light of Hashem completely from us, as the Pasik says in Tehillim chapter 37, the Russia is looking at the Tzadik and he wants to murder him. Azai Daika Hashem Loyazlana Biyodai. 
That's when the Torah promises Hashem will not allow him to succeed. And as Rabbein Zal expounds on this in chapter 208 in Likud Imran. There Rabbein Zal explains <coughs> that the Sitrachran of the, the opposing forces want to try to spread and cover up the tzaddik completely. Again, said people shouldn't see the tzaddik at all. People shouldn't be able to reach out to the tzaddik to help them. And these forces of evil try to cover the tzaddik, to smother him in a sense, to the point where he can't breathe. However, Hashem will not leave the tzaddik in the hands and under the control of the Russia. Now Rav Zal explains an interesting concept. It's sort of strange here that we said the middle section of that posuk is the word Mitzrayma and the word V'anoichi, but not the whole word. Just the Vav, Aleph, Nun, Chof of V'anoichi. That Yud at the end of V'anoichi, that Yud at the end of section 2, Belongs to section three. That that yud at the end of the word vi is attached to the words that follow it. It's part of the ten letters of alcha gamoloi. Lerames tehintos shekishen ispashtin gamal vaonoichi hasheni that when the Sitrachra is spreading itself over that second Anoichi, and they're trying to hide the salvation that's going to come from there, so that the Jewish people will remain permanently in exile. However, Hashem will not leave us in their hands, in the hands of the Sitrachra. Because the Pasuk says by Yaakov Avinu and Esav Arosha that even though Esav was coming, seemed to be coming out first from his mother's womb so that he can be on top, Yaakov Avinu is holding on to his, holding on to the heel of his foot, of Esav's foot, not holding him back. And Rashi points out there, or Pirush Rashi, She'enoi maspik ligmor malchusoi at sheboi yakoi venoit lemenu. That Esav will not succeed in completing the establishment of his kingdom when Yaakov Avinu will come along and take it away from him. Ki hayud shel Yaakov, shehi bechinas hayud achroina shel vanoichi ashenina. Because the yud of the word Yaakov which connects with that final yud of that second anoichi, kisheroitzim lehizgaber ulespashet gamoleo chasvishon, when the sitrachra wants to strengthen itself and spread itself over that and squash it, like we said before, lahalem hakol chasvishon, to hide everything, azai zois hayud misgaberes umitztarefes letevas alcha gamoloi. That yud at the end of Anoichi joins forces with the Aal Chagamoloi. 
the, the words that imply being taken out of Golis. And that's what turns this whole major Yerida into a major Aliyah. Rav Nosanzal says, understand this very well. This is extremely important. Because even though we explained that in order to generate this name of Hashem, we divide the Pasuk into three pieces. Which are the three phases going down into exile, the time that we spend in exile, and the coming out of exile. Really, it's all included in two categories. Because as soon as we fall down into that exile, the salvation, getting us out of there, begins right from that, right from then. The aliyah begins immediately. Just like if you drop a ball, you drop something on the ground, or you jump down on a diving board, the moment that hits the bottom, instantly afterwards it starts coming back up. This is also tied into the Kabbalistic concept of filling in what's lacking in the moon. As soon as the moon becomes as small as possible, where we almost don't see it at all, it immediately starts filling out again. This hints to the concept of the redemption beginning when, while we're in the thick of the exile. And as the Pasuk says, at the end of Chumash Dvarim, Ki yire ki oslas yod, you're going to see that it's hopeless. It looks like there's no, nothing you can possibly do. Look clearly now. I, I am the one, Hashem says. I'm the one who sent you down to Golis and I'm the one who's going to get you out of there. And the, in the real truth, it's all really one. Because when the person is going down, that is Aliyah. The going down is the epitome of coming up. Again, pulling back on a bone arrow. When I'm pulling back on that string, the more energy, all that energy that's being expended in pulling back on that string is all really what's going to drive, that's the rocket fuel, that's going to drive that rocket forward, that arrow forward. Ach iker hagolus hadas. So based on this, so then what's the suffering all about? What is the suffering really all about? It's the golus hadas. So that, that we don't know this, we, we're not aware of this while we're suffering. The Sahara, the forces of evil, are trying to hide and block us from the, the true Das. 
כאילו אפס תקווה חסום, and to get us into a frame of mind where we feel that there's no hope at all. כמו שכוסוב, as it says in Tehillim, chapter 42, ברצח בעצמוי סי חרפוני צוררוי, when they're killing me, when my enemies are killing me, and they're insulting me, ba'amram elai, when they say to me, kol ayoyim, all day, ayye lekecho, where's your Hashem? Where's your Hashem? V'chein b'psukim harbe, and so too we find a similar concept in many psukim. At sheroitzim lahalem gam v'anoichi hasheni, to the point where the sitrachra wants to try to hide and cover up and block that second v'anoichi in the pasuk. Shehu haschol hasmich haskeren Yeshua, which is the beginning of our salvation. Aval kisheroitzim lahalem alahaster legamri. However, when the sitrachra wants to try to cover it up completely, then Hashem lo yazenu biyodoi. Then Hashem steps in and Hashem will not allow it to happen. Hashem will not leave us in, in the yad of the sitrachra. Ki hayud achroinu shebevo'onoichi hasheni mizgaberes u'mitztarefes imteves elcha gamoloi because that yud at the end of the word va'onoichi rises up and connects to the words that follow it, and this whole process results in a major aliyah. Because the truth is, it's the opposite of what it seemed to be. Because Hashem is with us all the time. While we're going down, during the time that we spend down there in exile, and when we're coming up. As we see clearly in this passage, I will go down with you, and again, I'll be with you when you're in Egypt, and then I'll come out with you. This pasuk in Shira Shirim, which implies the same thing. Take a look at Rashi over there. Shapirish, The reason why it doesn't say you will go to Levanoin. Levanoin there refers to the Beis Hamikdash, Eretz Yisrael. Why does it say Mi Levanoin? From Levanoin you will come. Loimar is to tell us. From the time that you're starting to exit from Mitzrayim, from your Yerida, until the time that you arrive in Eretz Yisrael, I am with you in all your travels. That's the Eti Milevonim. Not that from from when you're starting this ascent towards Levonoin, I'm with you. Vahovein heitev and understand this very very well. Rav Nosson now puts the cherry on top. Ve'im tedaktek yoiser, and if you look even more carefully, tirenefloyis, you'll see something incredible. Ki haloy hayud shel va'onoichi. Because that yud at the end of the word ve'onoichi in that pasuk, that second onoichi, 
which combines with the words El Chagamoloi, Shemishom Ikrohali, it's from those ten letters that we have the, the main rise, Kihi Shomdolot because the, again the Shechina says stood by us and our forefathers during our exiles. It does not allow the Sitrachra to spread itself and smother the Shekhinah also. That final Yud of the second Vanoichi combines with the first letters of that name. Remember we said you take the letter number one, letter number 11, and letter number 22. That Yud is letter number 22. <coughs> which is Aleph Mem Yud, as we saw in the diagram. Shehu ho Aleph shel v'hamem shel v'hayud hazois. Nemtso, we conclude therefore, shegam b'hascholas hayerida l'toychagolos, what this is telling us is that even when we're first starting our downspin, when we're starting to go down into the golos, which is that those first three words in the Pasuk, and from the beginning of that first exile, and from the beginning of the actual exile, hamem which is implied in that letter Mem, the opening letter of Mitzrayim, when we actually arrived in Mitzrayim, and now we're spending the years there, that's the beginning of the actual exile, immediately, that Yud of the second Vanoichi joins them, <coughs> that's where our hope comes from and that's where our elevation comes from. And this generates the first one of the ten names that come from that Pasuk of Hashem. <coughs> All of this is to inform us and to teach us that even all the way in the beginning, when we're first going down to Golos, and then phase two, when the Golos actually begins, that last Yud is right there with us, that the salvation is starting right away. That's what's gonna, where the Ali is going to come from. And it's that final Yud of the V'onoichi at the end that stood by us and with us throughout the time in the exile to protect us and save us. That we shouldn't remain in the exile. Because the Torah tells us very often Hashem, in the beginning, shows us the end. He connects the end to the beginning. And as the Medrash points out, 
regarding the Pasuk which says, and it was at that time, right after they sold Yosef into slavery, Yehuda had a Yerida. She'ad sh'eloi hischel ha'gol ha'sorishoyim, no'ilad ha'goyel ho'achroyim, she'hu peretz, ayin shom. What came, what happened there? Yehuda went down to a certain place, and that's where he met a friend, <coughs> And and th- and then and that's resulted in him marrying his marrying Tamar. Yehuda married Tamar, from which Peretz comes from, from which Mashiach comes from. That Vayered Yehuda is all opening that whole parsha, leading to Yehuda having relations with Tamar, <coughs> and 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 Mashiach, the the beginning of the birth of Mashiach. Ayin Shom, take a look over there. Hainu Kanal, this fits beautifully what we just learned here. Vahovein, and understand this. I'd like to add one small point. If you recall in the story there of the brothers selling Yosef HaTzadik into slavery, the Pasuk tells us that the merchants were carrying beautifully smelling things, things that smell beautifully. And Rashi and the Gemara point out, why does the Pasuk tell us that? And, and, the, and the, the, the Rashi tells us because those merchants were known usually to deal with oil, kerosene, things like that, that had a terrible stench. And even though this was the beginning of a major Yerida, Yosef HaTzadik was being torn away from his family, from his father, being sent down to Egypt, to Potiphar, everything would go through. Hashem sent out a signal he gave a remez right up front that, that this is not all bad. Take a look, there's a, an aspect of good here, that these merchants who usually are never carrying sweet-smelling spices, covered Yosef HaTzadik, they're going to have these sweet-smelling spices, showing a, a hint already up front that this is not the end. This is a yerita that's going to lead to an incredible aliyah. We know, interestingly, that Moshiach is known as Moirach Vadoim, that Moshiach's power is going to be to smell the truth. He's Ruach Apeinu Moshiach Hashem. So right up front, in the beginning of the beginning of the exile, which is Yosef HaTzadik going down there, already there's a hint to the Besomim, these sweet-smelling spices, that this is all about a major aliyah. This is all about the final goal of Klal Yisrael, which we are anxiously awaiting. Any questions, please? Question in the chat. When Rav Nelsonzal wrote these words, it wasn't yet known how widespread atheism and assimilation would be in the future, and how many Jews would be lost? The answer is, it was known to Rabbi Nosanzal for sure. Rabbi Nosanzal spoke about this clearly. We have this in Sichai Saran and Chaim Aran. Rabbi Nosanzal made it very clear that there's going to be a mabble, a, a tsunami, a flood of apikursis. Can we, now, can we say now that every golus contains the geula? If this geula is so partial, so to say, the answer is not at all. This geula, you know, definitely every single golus contains the geula. 
every single Golis has signs from the beginning that there's going to be a Gula, that it's a Yerida Tachlis Swaliyah, most definitely. Any other questions? Really? Yes. So we should uh, get strength in this to know that whenever we have any kind of Golis, uh, any kind of uh, tragedy in Amisrael, that the Kodesh Baruch is with us, that the Shekhinah is not going to be damaged, that we're certainly going to come out, right? Yes. So today, with what's going on, I hear kind of two messages. One message is, we need to strengthen ourselves, we need to say Tehillim all the time, we need to do more mitzvahs, we need to do, we need to do. And the other message is, what we're doing is good because we need to, and we need to keep going. In other words, if Hashem is with us now, what do we need to change? We need to we need to have more emuna that Hashem Baruch was with us, and we're in the process of gevula. So, do I need to strengthen myself? Do I need to do more, or do I need to just have emuna that this is the process? The answer is it's both. It's both. In order for me to 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 be able to do anything, <clears throat> I have to believe that this is not the end. That this is not the end. That there is hope, and Hashem has promised. Just like he promised by Mitzrayim, <coughs> regarding that the, the Golas that we are in today, there are many promises in the Navi that the Jewish people are, are there's going to be a glory, a major, major glory. The whole world will come to Veyeda Kol Pol The whole world is going to recognize the supremacy of Hashem and the Tzadikim and the Jewish people. That's number one. And, and in order to help make that happen, each and every one of us has to make our contribution. And the, all these foreign, the, the whole Torah tells us, tshuva, tshuva, goyel. Here again, it's a promise that a goyel, the Redeemer, is going to come. However, it goes together with tshuva. According to our tshuva, that's going to determine how quickly he comes that's going to determine how painlessly he comes. We find throughout the Gemara and all the different sources that the, the final redemption can come with, a, with birth pains, the pains that a woman goes through in childbirth, you know, severe, severe pain, or it could come with sweetness. Our tshuva, our extra effort now, our trying to do everything we can to improve can, can, can speed up the process and can make it less painful. Baruch Hashem. Rabbi, yes. I would like to ask how Rav Nassim understands the fact that Avram Avinu was a Navi and a Ruach Kodesh and Hagar, like he knew his her children, look what they did on October 7th. He knew this. I'm trying to understand how Avram Avinu knew, like, so how do I look at this? Because I, I don't, I really don't understand this. And then you smile. Well, you, you're right. This and many other things are above our understanding. We cannot understand how this is, and we see this throughout Rabbein Zalzfarim, reminding us that there are things that we don't understand and cannot understand. Why in the world would Hashem do this if He loves us? Why, in the, you know? But we, we know on a certain general level there has to be Bechira. The whole foundation of the creation of all the worlds is Bechira, free choice. In order for there to be choice, there has to be good and evil. But in terms of really understanding all of it, we, we don't understand. 
we believe that Hashem lahagid. We're going to say Friday night lahagid ki yoshor Hashem tsuri veloy avlo saboy. Hashem is perfect. Hashem is infallible. There are no mistakes by Hashem. There's nothing wrong by Hashem. There'll come a time when we'll understand why it had to be this way. We, we've had in the past a place on the Kutelachis where Abnosan Zal discusses that there are certain times, <coughs> specific times, where a major Kiddush Hashem has to take place. <coughs> Just like the Zohar Kodesh said, that in the year six, the Zohar Kodesh hints to us that in the year 1648, that's an incredible opportunity for Mashiach to come. And Abnosan Zal explains if we would have been ready, the Kiddush Hashem would have come through sweetness, through Moshiach's coming. Because we weren't ready, the Kiddush Hashem still had to take place. It took place by Jews being murdered, massacred and murdered. In, at, towards the end of Likut HaLochas, in Hilchas Choivlei something, Halacha Gimel, there's a major, major Halacha. If you want to go on our website, you have it. it's one of the most incredible Halachas, where Rav Nelson Zal speaks about the fast of Chav Sivan, which was established by the rabbis to commemorate the pogroms of Tachvetat of 1648-1649. And there Rav Nosanzal really goes into this in depth and at length, showing us that, that this, is, this is part of the explanation of what took place and what's taking place. Halavai, halavai. The, the Kiddush Hashem should come with sweetness, with people learning Torah and doing mitzvahs and ma'as and toivim. Baruch Hashem. Man, thank you very much. Sure. All the best.